So you'll be turned around, basically, and uh, oh, shit. you know what I'm saying? You do whatever you can, two to three <laughs> can minutes. Can you just imagine the room is all full of the guys? Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Don't mind me, bro. Just, just getting ready to go out on stage. It's going to be a crazy night tonight, huh? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we back. Happy motherfucking new year. By the time you see this, it's the new year. We want to wish you a happy new year. Happy new year, ladies! From me and Rome. That's right. Uh, Enrique is still back home visiting family for the new year, so he, he couldn't join us mm-hmm. for today's episode. So you got me and Rome, but don't worry, we're going to take good care of you ladies. Absolutely. And gentlemen, like we always do. That's right. So let's talk about the new year, man. What a hell of a year it's been. Man, it's been a crazy-ass year. I'm sure everyone can say <laughs> Just shit that just came out of yeah. nowhere, like, just all across the spectrum, man. Man. Started out the year doing shows. Mm-hmm. Here and in Hollywood. And then it all we went had, We had a whole kind of thing set up for the rest of the year, and then everything changed. Yeah. In March. I still remember it like it was yesterday. Our last show, just to kind of remind everybody, our last show was March 14th. Yeah. Happened to be the same day as my birthday. It's crazy. Had that planned out <laughs> on purpose. The day before, March 13th, was when everything got shut down. We start getting wind of things like, yo, there's this new thing that people are scared about, COVID, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then we're like, okay, what precautions do we got to take? Then by March 13th, that was it. We got to shut down the venue. <laughs> it's crazy because I remember when we was in rehearsals. Yeah. And you brought it up in terms of us asking uh, if we wanted to do um, hot, hot seats. Because our show is so very interactive. Right. And I remember that I didn't, I heard about it, but I didn't really take it like so serious. I was just like, oh, right. I mean, this is. This is something I heard that was going on in China, and it, yeah, it was probably somebody here yeah. that have gotten it or whatever. But I'm like, okay, it's not really that huge of a deal. Yeah, and Nobody, then it kind of led into it being that big of a deal to where it just shut down everything. I'm like, oh, yeah. this shit is really serious. Nobody knew anything. Yeah, we were all clueless at the time, and here we are. Yeah, Man. months later, Such a on the verge guy. of a vaccine that could possibly help get things back to normal so we're gonna see how that all plays out in the next few months i'm got my fingers crossed man we want we want life to go back to normal we want to be able to go do our shows again badly we want to go back on tour we want to be able to do all these things and with a show like ours being as interactive as it is it makes it very difficult so fuck you covid fucking covid you got me fucked up covid facts shit ain't trying to let nobody have a good time (laughs) i'm like shit keeping us fucking shelled off but you gotta take the positives out of it 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 has allowed us this downtime to mm-hmm. like kind of reset, reassess, you know, reevaluate things and also work on things that we would have never been able to do otherwise. That part. Yes. Very true. I think there's a there's a lot of positives that we could take out of it. I mean, we're able to create our new app, Magic Men Plus. Mm-hmm. We, we we started, you know, definitely being more active on social media absolutely personally i mean just because you what else are you gonna do yeah you know what i mean so connecting with the fans connecting with the people you know i feel like we've gotten I, me personally i feel like i i've 
establish a better relationship with the fans than I've ever had. Feel more intimate with them, huh? Yeah, I more just feel more connected. Feel more connected, just baby. Feel more connected. That's with all it That's is. That's all it is. I love it. And we started this podcast. Yeah. We started this podcast is a whole new thing, brand new. We had no idea what we were doing when we first started this. This is our thirty fifth episode Man, that you're seeing right now. Where did the time go? Thirty five weeks we've been doing this. That's crazy. Thirty five weeks. We're almost a year in. <laughs> wow, I remember just like it was yesterday. We yeah, was our together. very first one. Yeah, I'm you like, know, wow. Hopefully you guys have, like, you know, uh, enjoyed it so far right. and, you know, bared with us during this evolution process as we figure this thing out. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's very interesting, though, because they say that uh, if this time period didn't bring the entrepreneur out of you, yep. then it's not in you. Yeah. So for anybody out there that got ideas... To have things you want to do, get yeah. done. This is literally the most perfect time to do it because yeah. there's no other option. You're at home. You got all this time. Like, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to utilize? You yeah. just sit around not doing. This anything? is where this is a time where the entrepreneurs shine, man. Absolutely. I kind of have already been familiar with times like this. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's necessary to have this kind of downtime to be able to like execute a lot of these ideas that you have. You know what I mean, because how many times do you get caught up? You have a great idea, you start going at it for a couple of weeks, and then you kind of like drift away from it because you get, you know, something comes up, something else comes mm-hmm. up, you get a little distracted. Now, all the distractions have been like kind of taken out of the equation. You can just yeah. solely focus on the idea. And that's what I had to do when I first started mm. everything with what we're doing. I literally locked myself away <laughs> for like a couple of years. You're in your man cave. Yep, just working away. But productive man Super cave. focused, like tunnel vision on that. And, you know, we were, it was able to do what we were, we were able to kind of create something to yeah. snowball into something else. And here we are, you know what I mean? So The proof is in the pudding, man. Yep. Sometimes it takes that. The magnetized power within that time that you have. Woo! Yeah. Something else. Yeah, and another new thing that we're going to be doing, and I said, you know, thank you for bearing with us as we figure this whole thing out. What we're going to start doing now is you guys are going to start getting bonus episodes. Everybody who's a fan of the Magic Men Plus oh, app. Oh, you wasn't supposed to tell. No, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> I mean, we got to start letting them know. We got to let them know. We got to let them know. What we're doing now is we're filming extra. Basically, we're filming twice as many episodes every week, mm-hmm. right? And the exclusive episodes a certain segment yeah. is going to be for the people who are on the app mm-hmm. so just a little inse- uh, bonus and you know a thank you to the people who've been supporting us during this time who've been signing up for magic men plus and supporting us on there enjoying the content that we put out on there we're going to have an extra episode for y'all got to show y'all appreciation you know facts going to try to do throw some more episodes on there bonus episodes every now and then on there for for y'all that'll be you know a little extra juicy or a little juicy juicy yeah so the things that we can't put on spotify or youtube i mean i feel like we're pretty <laughs> pretty pushing the envelope Open a little it, bit. But, you know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah but you know um so yeah we're gonna have more stuff on there for y- y'all so keep an eye out for that uh amongst other things that have been in constant development so absolutely yeah, we're looking forward to it yes we are what can you say about this year man man it's been a crazy roller coaster ride a very emotional of, too emotions man. uh job like everything and it's so crazy because you just see such a a fast sort of evolution from the beginning of the year to where it is now yeah. and it's crazy because like 
you look at the negative shit that happens, right? Yeah. And you're like, man, this year has been fucking shitty. Like, yeah. it's just, I've been down in a hole, can't get up, just sunken. And then something surfaces and it's just like, you know what? It actually wasn't really that as bad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like this, you have to look at the positives and, you know, really count your blessings. Because yeah. I think that's more important than, you know, kind of already taking an inevitable what this year yeah. has given us to where it's like, okay, you're going to let that drag you down until the next year or you're gonna like wake the fuck up and be like you know what yeah let me make sure this new year i'm bringing it baby let's yeah. go you know what i'm saying yeah so. and you just gotta like kind of do something about the situation that you're in yeah you know what i mean we're all and one thing that's comforting is that like you know we're all in the same situation it's not just you yeah you know what i mean it's not just us it's not just it's like literally everybody is going through the same thing Ooh. there's a lot of people that have it a lot worse and i feel like we're we're lucky to be able to like you know have something rather than nothing and figure something out you know absolutely what I mean? and um you gotta be grateful for what you do have the mm -hmm. perspective like you were saying and um you know we're very grateful we're very grateful for y'all for yeah, everybody we are. who's watching this listening to this wherever you guys are you know we're gonna make it through this thing. You know what's so together. You know what's so exciting too. Yeah. Especially being in this industry, how we're the only ones that. I'm sorry, lady, I gotta boast a little bit. Just <laughs> confidence of what we're doing uh, because there's no other. There's no other show. There's no other brand in our space that is able to do what we're doing right now, and I find that very. Um, very uh, admirable, man, in so many different ways. And, you know, I just have to just kind of self-reflective type of note. Like, mm. wow, like, look where we're at. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We're just going to continue to yeah. ride that wave. Yeah. And we have, like you said, we have you ladies to thank for it. So, you know. Yeah. And I mean, stopping. and there's a lot more that can be done. There's a lot more that will be done. Facts. Um, you know, I, I, I agree, man. We, we're like... Fuck this. We're going to figure something out. We got to figure out a way to do something for the fans, for the people. I mean, like now's more of a time for than ever where people need some sort of like entertainment and joy brought into their life. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, something to make them smile. You know, eye candy, mind stimulation. Take their like. mind off of like the negative, just get into more of a positive headspace. Yeah. You know, and that's what we try to do with our show and, you know, with what we're doing now. So. Yeah, it's a never-ending uh, evolution. Where there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. And we definitely got the will. Fact, <laughs> We're figuring this shit out. Yes, we are. Stubborn about figuring this shit out. Um, but, man, yeah, dude, you know. You know what's crazy, too? Yeah, what? Like, I'm really looking at count the, the breakup, my breakup. Mm -hmm. Loss of my job. Like, all this other shit that I have never really seen coming, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, saying within a fast uh, sort of uh, pace. And then ending a the year on such a huge note, man. I know, bro. <laughs> so <laughs> Romeo's got a little bit of a news that we can uh, only tell you a little bit about, but what we can say, yeah, you want to say it? Yes. First of all, let me just say, this is the beauty of persistence and determination mm -hmm. because if, if there's anyone out there, let me just the little small little tangent that have dreams, that have things you want to do and haven't really seen anything surface over a period of time of you putting in so much energy, so much effort. Don't quit because 
It's that one time where you literally are this close and you're like, you know what, I'm done. I can't take it anymore. And you missed the blessing. You missed the opportunity. And for me, all of that shit that was happening to me, just like I was telling you about, you know, the breakup, the loss of the job, like all this stuff, the COVID pandemic shit happening and then figuring my shit out. Basically, I realized that, wow, like being grateful and, you know what I'm saying, really appreciating the gratitude that I have of the circumstance, no matter what, brought me an opportunity. Yeah. And I truly, thoroughly believe that. So what this opportunity is, I booked a TV series, a new TV series. It's a Tyler Perry produced show. Tyler motherfucking Perry, baby! Tyler Perry produced show, which is so crazy because when I was younger, I always had in my this crazy idea within my head of saying that, you know what? I'm gonna go to Tyler Perry Studios one day. I'm gonna sneak on a lot, I'm gonna get discovered. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna meet him. They're gonna give me a role. All this other stuff, right? Just, <laughs> just not even knowing what. Yeah. And then it just ended up happening, like manifestation in its truest form. Yep. Years later, and I'm like, oh, it wasn't really supposed to be on my timeline. It was supposed to be on the timeline when I was supposed to be ready for it. And right. This ended up happening, man. So I, I'm, I'm so humbled and thankful. It's because crazy how it kind of came about too, because. I remember we were all here working, me, yeah. you, and Enrique. Yeah. And then you got this uh, casting audition you needed to submit an audition tape for. And you literally had like less than 24 or 48 hours to submit yeah. it. It was, it was really it, like it was so quick. Mm-hmm. We can't really do, do you know, Dive too much in the details disclose right now. like the details of the project. I could just, we could say this. It's not far off from the realm of what we are accustomed to. Absolutely. <laughs> so we can just say that. So it's very exciting. It couldn't be a, a more perfect opportunity for you. And just the way it kind of all came about was what's so crazy about it. And that, yeah. like that, like what you're saying, how um, like these opportunities kind of come and like when you least expect them. Yeah. I ain't seen this shit coming. I'm like, oh. Yeah. And like, I remember you were, like, really rehearsing those lines. You you and Enrique were practicing with each other mm-hmm. back and forth. And then, um, you know, there was a point you were ready to throw in the towel. I got say, frustrated. Yeah, you got frustrated. I got so like, frustrated. Yeah. For some reason, I'm like. I was shocked, too, because, but then, you know. So, from my perspective, you know, you're rehearsing the lines. Mm-hmm. You, you were you know, very anxious about getting, digesting as much of this as you could. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a, a lot of dialogue that you had to re- memorize in a very short amount of time. And then right. also like, you know, putting yourself in the actor's mind space is yeah. not an easy like switch to just turn on, right. you know, figuring out what this character is and who he is and how he's going to react and do what, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were doing your thing. You seem pretty great. And then, you know, you took your shower and you're ready, getting ready to fit. Well, we we're getting ready to film it. Then you came out the room pissed off and threw, you know, threw yeah. the fucking the script on the ground. And you're like, I can't do it. I'm not doing it. And I don't know what changed from right before I went in the shower to then, but afterwards it was like, let me go right back over my lines. Let me make sure I got this in the nail in the head. And for some reason, my my brain was working in overdrive. Or that's some what shit. I, that's what I just and I'm say. like. Oh, I'm putting so much stress and pressure on myself yes. for no reason. And, that, and that's what was happening when you were in the shower. You got you allowed yourself to get too deep into your own head. Mm-hmm. And you came back out and like all that pressure and stress started to dawn on you. Yeah. And it like got the best of you. But you took a deep breath, took a moment, 
you know, relaxed. We stayed up till four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> to, got it in at five. Yeah, we got it in at five. Filmed it like right here in the apartment. Had the lights and <laughs> everything crazy, set yo. up. That's and so then crazy. I edited it for them and then gave it to you and yep. you sent it in. And then like what? A couple days later, you got the call? No, it, it, it was a little bit of time. It wasn't a couple. It was probably like a week and a half. A week and a half. Or something like that. Yeah. So what happened? So I remember from your agent? after doing it. I just threw it away. Like the size, that's what I always do with any audition. I'm like, let me just throw it away. It's done. Forget about it. Move on with your life. If it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. If mm -hmm. not, whatever. Right. So just going about my everyday routine, like a week and a half later, I'm, and I'm in the gym getting a workout in. Mm. And I get a call from one of the agents saying, hey, Dion, you're pinned for the role that you, the audition you did for. And at the time, I was just like, wait. I, I kind of thought that I was like, it was done. You know what I'm saying? Right. I know like you don't, won't really hear anything uh, on a consistent type of scale. It'll, it'll, it will either be maybe the next day, maybe the same day, maybe a month down the line or a couple months down the line. Right. You just never know. Right. So after all that period of time, I was just like, you know what? I'm, I kind of forgot about it. You right. Know? But I, I, I believe that I was right for it because I was like, this is in our realm and I'm, yeah, like, I should be perfect for this. So well, I might not hear anything back yet. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So she tells me, uh, yeah, you're pinned for the role, but it wasn't the role that I read for. It was a different role. Right. And I was like, oh, who, what is this role? Like, I, I don't even know anything. But I was great. I was just, I remember being just so, like, excited, so ecstatic, so, like, you know, thrilled. And my blood pressure was, like, my temp. You know how when you get yeah, really yeah, excited? Yeah. And I'm in the gym, you know, really just, like, smiling and everything. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I'm not trying to, like, show too much emotion in, in the gym. Because I'll, I'll wait till it's book book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, my name is signed on a contract, and then I'll celebrate. Right. So a day after that, uh, or two days after that, it was, I think it was a day, and um, my head, the head agent calls, and she's like, hey, Dion. And anytime she calls, it's for a big deal. Yeah. You know, whether you got the part or you, you're in the, the miss for it. Yeah. She tells me I'll book it, and I was just like, Oh, off of the it's tape. Real now. Off of the first tape, like this is this is crazy. Like I was still relishing some sort of in the moment, um, but still kind of not believing. I'm like, oh shit, like this is this is real, real. Like I really got right. the part. And she's like, yes, like they're doing all the logistics, taking care of all the paperwork and the lawyers. So I was just like, man, this is so crazy. It's so surreal to me, and it happened. And man, I just ended up. Flying out after the table read we did, what, like a couple weeks after that. And then we did the filming process within two weeks. I met a lot of great people. Like yeah. Tyler Perry, he does, I can't disclose so much information yeah. yet. But, man, just wrapping my first season, a part of an original cast of a, yeah. a, a new show. He's a series regular. A series regular. Meaning he's so. going to be like one of the reoccurring characters in every season that go, Absolutely. happens. Absolutely. So. But yeah, man, so that was a turnaround for me in 2020. I'm like, I can't even think about all that other past negative shit that I was going through yep. because this is actually a beautiful blessing that surfaced for me. So yeah. I'm ending it off on a good note going into this new year. You yeah. Know? It's already a fresh start. Crazy. Yeah, man. So all my <laughs> life, I'm like, yo, I wanted to be an actor. I want to do this and that. Seven yeah. years later, yeah, here I am. Yep. It's official. Yeah, he's been at it for quite a while. You've had that agent for how long? Uh, For, it's been like three years, I think now. Yeah. 
And you'd book like little things here and there and get these little opportunities, but this yeah, kind of came. Nothing to this magnitude. Yeah. You know, which is why I, Dope, uh, I'm very appreciative of it because I'm like, damn, like, so this is big. Back to what he was saying, don't give up because it could be right there. It could be right there. It could be right it there. Could be right there. Keep working at it. Absolutely. Hell yeah, man. Anything is possible in this life. So much has changed, man. Since, man, it can't even, like, can't really go anywhere right now still. Like, we're still on full lockdown. Can't go to, I mean, we could go to the gym, but the restaurants right now are still locked down. You know, all the uh, the clubs are locked down. The strip clubs are locked down. Can't even go to the strip club anymore. <laughs> When's the last time you were at the strip club? <laughs> man, that's a really good question. I'm playing. The thing is, though, when you think no, about it. No, real, like. When you think about it. What are all the strippers doing? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they ended up probably doing private events, maybe something like that. I don't know, man. But I, I can't even remember if the last anything. time I've been to, a, like, a female strip club. I'm trying to remember the last time I was at one. I, I'll be honest with you. I There used to be a period of my life when I used to go kind of, like, I because I was, like, just so into... You know, the world uh, injected into the whole world of stripping. Yeah. That being, you know, going to strip clubs is just like kind of normal, like it's super normal. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't, I, I'll be honest with you, I never really enjoyed them unless I was going with like a group of people and we're going there for like, you know, kind of a party, you yeah. know, for the atmosphere, you know, because guys strip clubs, I don't know if y'all know this, but like guys strip clubs and female strip clubs. Are two totally different worlds. Massively different. Massively different worlds. <laughs> Did you used to work at one? Uh, a female strip club? Like, uh, no, like a male strip club. Oh, a male strip club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, it's a massive difference, man. Honestly. Massive difference. It's so crazy to me. I could Vinny used to work at one. Um, I knew a, a few guys that used to actually work at like a male strip club, mm-hmm. you know, that was designed for, for women or whatever. And I've been to female strip clubs like almost my entire adulthood and the differences are vast yeah what have you noticed like kind of right off the bat well the energy is totally different Mm. right so normally in a female strip club like your everyday like hustlers or whatever yeah every it's, it's a lot calmer like you know, the guys are all just kind of sitting around either the stage or in the, their little tables or booths or whatever. And, you know, you're just very just chill, you know, watching what's going on mm-hmm. on stage, tipping the dancers. It's got like, you know, you could the girls come over and talk to you and then they basically are trying to figure out whether or not they can interest you in a private dance and you know they're flirting with you spend a little bit of time with you trying to get you to buy like shots for them because they make money off of like the tips that you give them and Mm -hmm. if you can help them help the shot girls like it's a totally different dynamic right and ultimately they want to kind of get you to either tip them while they're on stage or get them to in a private get a private dance with, Mm. with you and um you know it's just a very much calmer relaxed vibe and atmosphere Mm. and i feel like a lot of the guys that go there are kind of like you know with the exception of the bachelor parties and the guys who kind of go there with a group of other guys to like really just like turn up and party those are kind of fun to me Mm. you know like there's this one strip club in miami where it's like they literally got like it's like a club club like you're you're going there like there's bottle service and 
the music's just bumping and it's just like literally like a club atmosphere. I think I know which club you're talking about. Which one? Is it 11? 11, yup. Yeah. That thing is... My favorite number, but not because of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like those are kind of fun, but like regular strip clubs, like just the vibe is like much calmer and it's a little creepy if I'm being completely honest. Oh, I believe it. You know what I mean? So the guys that are going there, they're like looking to like, you know, really get with these girls or whatever, try to yeah. get something out of the back room or something, you know? Like I've known a lot of female strippers and, you know, every single one of the guys, like, are trying to get something. Yeah. Right? You know, obviously. Like, I ain't spending this money for nothing. They, they got to go through that whole routine of, like, you know, keeping them to behave and all that. Mm -hmm. and, you know, security has to deal with that as well. Uh, so, like, another thing that they do there is, like, while you're getting a private dance, there's always security, like, right outside the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or he's able to peek in at any moment when he needs to mm -hmm. um, just to make sure that the girls are safe. But at a male strip club, it's totally different vibe. Absolutely. Right. And there's a difference between male strip clubs and male strip shows. Mm -hmm. Right. And the different types of shows that there are. <laughs> there's like club shows. Then there's theater productions, like actual touring shows like ours. Yeah. And, you know, we used to we started out as like. A club show right you know what i mean there was a local club that we would go into and we'd host a ladies night and the energy difference is totally different the girls are all excited you know they're screaming the like, alcohol in the system every other you know <laughs> minute they're you know they're they're cheering and screaming and you know the rules <laughs> there's like no rules for them almost in their head they feel like you know you could touch and grab and do whatever and with at guy strip clubs or at like regular strip clubs, you know, the guys know it's do not, not allowed touch the girls. Yeah. If you touch these girls, you're getting grabbed and thrown out the club. Mm -hmm. You know, girls, for whatever reason, they're like, ah, which to an extent is fine. It's, it's totally fine. fine. As yeah. long as you're not like scratching us and sticking a finger know. in places not supposed to be stuck. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, there's a lot. Like crazier and you yeah. know just more energetic and excited. The excitement level is crazy, right. you know. But you, I, I, I'll be honest. I haven't been in a ton of like male strip clubs mm -hmm. aside from like the show we used to do. Yeah, at a club that was like maybe once a month, and we still tried to make it like a show. It wasn't much of a show, but yeah. we were like trying to make it as much of a show as we could. Yeah, at that given time. And that's kind of where I have my reference point from. Mm -hmm. But you say you used to actually work in one of these clubs. Yeah. So what was it like for you? I mean, I, I can definitely say that when it comes to the difference in my head, um, at women, at female strip clubs, you know, guys go there solely for the sex type of aspect to mm -hmm. it of sexual of art, the body, you know, something about the art is mesmerizing when a girl like moves. And then with, a guy strip club, it really is a form, no matter if it's a difference between a show and a club, women are still there for the entertainment portion. Yeah. Like they want to, it's like more of like a, uh, yes. let me go with my girls and have fun. Like, yeah. I may not maybe find it 100% amusing or anything like that, right. but it's like, it's cheesy, the it's experience, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that is kind of the dynamic that I take with it. But me, when that's I first a, started. That's a, that's a big point that he just said. Uh, that's a huge point. You know, guys kind of go, for the most part, to, like, 
they want to they want to fuck or they <laughs> trying to simp over these girls something. like to just to like, yeah. get this eye candy and they're really just like in this kind of perverted state of mind yeah <laughs> whereas most women gotta go just for the amusement of it mm-hmm. and they go for for a girl's night for yeah. the excitement of it to yeah. just like to laugh yeah you're you know not really going there to like get turned on and try to take one of these guys home or anything like that. Even I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to speak for every woman out there, but I'm saying for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. In general. I had, to, I had to let you know. That's how it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, But yeah, I mean, just working at one of those clubs is definitely is a difference. Um, it's, it's more raunchier, for sure. When you're in, it's like a club club. Yeah, in a club club, because... What it is is there's no a lot a lot of structure compared to like a show like a a male strip like a production like, show, like a production type of right. level. So what it is is each guy is just out there gunning to get their money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a hustle. It's like they got maybe like a pole or you have stage. You have you know your work in the room going around because it's more interactive. I feel like yeah with female strip clubs it's not as interactive and hands-on because that's not allowed like it's, permi- it's not permitted so the girls may mm. you know like you said it's interactive in the, in the sense of like you're just going to talk yeah. to the guys whereas yeah. you guys would be what yeah going to each table going to tables on the dancing on them uh wherever they're at you know just kind of going up on them and mm-hmm. you know uh dancing wherever that is but it's more about the hustle you know like it's kind of it is it, sort of the same dynamic and as such of women you know making their money with those because they had private private dances and rooms at this maelstrom club too so it's like mm-hmm. okay we also kind of did the same thing that they did you mm-hmm. know bringing them into private rooms you have security so, in front like looking you know what i'm saying right and the pose of course so, so it's the same dynamic within that i feel like but when you bring a show aspect into it it's more of like okay you have choreography you add into it you have live you have uh different outfits and acts and things like that that the men will do like on stage compared to it's a full production yeah females they they don't have that like at their it's just each you go up you dance you you work the pole yeah you know you kind of have your little your tricks and your routines that you do while you're on stage yeah and you know you try to kind of showcase yourself in the best way you can similar to like how you would at a male strip club do you do a lot of dancing when you're there like on stage yeah i mean it's definitely equal portion do you have like any sort of routine like do you come out in costume so yes um when you when i first started it was actually a club that it wasn't really routines or anything like that like you would Mm -hmm. just go up there and just dance like kind of freestyling and you know you'll be in your underwear Mm-hmm. And you'll just work and make your money. You know right. what I'm saying? So it wasn't no, like, structured choreography or acts. Right. Uh, but then leading into the other club that I danced at, it was more of that. So where, yeah, you will go on stage and you will have your little, like, three-man or five-man acts. You know, just kind of like what we're doing. It wouldn't be very strenuous or uh, simple choreography. complex yeah. type of choreo. It would be very, very simple. Yeah. It's cheesy, if I may say so myself. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you'll go up there, you'll do that. We and, started there too, man. Though. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, and then after, you know, you work the room, try to make as much money as you can within this time frame, and then tip out, and then you're done for the mm-hmm. night. So know? when you like go uh, work the room, like you're saying, like how are you working the room? What's your goal with the the girls? Are you trying to just have them tip you at the table, tip you on stage? Um, 
uh, or are you trying to get them to get a private dance? Like, so where do you the make goal it? is definitely to get private because you make majority of your money with the private dance. Like, it's not like it's not like they're always just out throwing money at you when you're on like stage or you know you're walking around. Like, yeah. I feel like private dances was more to solidify um, type yeah. of consistent uh, pay that you would get okay. every single night. You know, so. Uh, definitely that was the goal no matter what you did yeah. you know so you'll know you make most of your money going and, around and that was the trying same, to get that trying to get private dance that was kind of like the goal and the thing for both clubs like the the one yeah. that was more okay yeah so there's two clubs you're talking about the one that's just more almost like a female strip club yeah. where the guys kind of go out and do their own thing whatever yeah. then work the room and then there's another club where you actually do few routines yeah on stage, a little bit more structure, absolutely, and then you, but the same thing on the floor. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So that, but then the the energy from the audience, like, did, were they just like, was there the same type of excitement? What kind of people? I feel like with, went into the the more of the with the the chore the chore choreography, and the live acts. Um, that club that I was dancing at, that was more of like a show show. Mm-hmm. You could definitely tell the energy was more energetic, like what, you, what you're saying, you mm-hmm. know, because um, they have that uh, theatrical type of feel. element of it, yeah. But on the other side, it's just like no, it's kind of like running and gunning, you know, what I'm saying, and just yeah. free dancing, and that's right. it, you know. So it's like more of like what you would get at that female strip club, okay? You know, if you think about it, so it was definitely a difference between the two. Um, I felt it. I loved. Of course, the more energetic one, because I'm like, oh, this seems more of like a like a party. Yeah. You know, more of like, okay, everyone is having fun. Like the girls that have their bachelorette parties, birthday parties, anything like that. Yeah. And you're going around and, you know, you're doing your thing on stage and then you have the opportunity to go down and, you know, chill with them, talk with them. Yeah. Work the other tables, get private dances. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it would be a really fun atmosphere. Yeah. For That's sure. That's kind of like what our show started off as. Mm-hmm. When we first started... Like, it was started off as, you know, each guy going up and doing, like, some sort of routine. Yeah. You know, and then we'd have incorporate, like, these two-man acts or three-man acts where it's, like, light choreography, simple stuff. Yeah. You know, and it was a club kind of atmosphere, energetic. You know, we had a live DJ and, you know, an MC. I wasn't the MC at the time, but eventually I became the MC. Mm. <laughs> and um, hyping it up, hyping up the, the girls and whatnot, and just making it this fun, energetic atmosphere. And that's mm. always what I've seen and kind of experienced with it. Yeah, and I think that's, I love that difference. You know, yeah. I feel like when you, whenever you go to a sort of environment like that, yeah, it is, should be more of like that fun, like, yeah, everybody's partying, you know, <laughs> and like you said, it's more reserved at a, a female strip club because the guys just chilling. Like, yeah, you know, and then the girls just like it's not it's not really as fun for them, per se, for the uh, girls, for the girls. Yeah, you know, because you don't it's, it's a hustle, just like what you were saying before. Hustle, they're, they're hustling their money and doing their thing. Yeah. But now I imagine if they were like put in the place of like what we were doing at our shows and yeah. If, they kind of had that same type of, it'll be like a vibe for them. Yeah, you see, know? but guys aren't really looking for that. They're not looking for that, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, just they just want to see titties. You know, titties and ass and, you know, the... The, the girl don't the, even have to the, move. The sexiest, raunchiest thing they can see. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? They just want to see some ass and pussy. <laughs> if we're being quite frank with you. 100%. You know, whereas women don't really necessarily go to clubs to, looking to see dick or anything like that. They're just trying 
have a fun atmosphere, get some eye candy, you know, uh, in general, I'm also speaking yeah. <laughs> in general, because we know there's some freaks out there yeah. trying to see some schlong. Absolutely. I know there's some freaks out they there. They like them prints, man. That's what, it's <laughs> yeah. a fantasy. Yo, did you ever have to wear a G-string at any of these clubs? No. No? no. Were there guys that did wear G-strings? Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wait. <laughs> I ain't about that life. Yo. Oh, you know, that's the next question. I ain't yeah. about so, that life. G-string, I can never get into at all. I can okay, never so get for, into. For context, G-strings obviously is kind of self-implied, but it's a man, basically like a man it's song. It's a stable, like it, it's a, it kind used, of. It used to be such a staple thing mm-hmm. in like the male stripper kind of like culture, and now it's like completely died off over the last ten years. I yeah. feel like. Yeah. And I remember when I was working back for my uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's been doing this whole thing since 1989. Just for context. And that's kind of where I learned the ropes on this whole business and industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all standard procedure. I mean, you'd have the guys on the website posing <laughs> with the fucking G-strings and their, their, their little banana hands. Banana- <laughs> <laughs> like uh, every guy. The pose is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you got the it was such a 90s thing, like a 90s feel. <laughs> like every guy had like this, you know, and, and that's where a lot of stereotypes kind of come from. Did you see the, it? the, the G- video on it? <laughs> Vinny, oh, Vinny was up there too, bro. He's like, <laughs> no, Vinny used to love that shit. Yeah, I know. He, he didn't give a fuck at all. Yeah. But that was all standard, like, back in the day. It was so normal. And I never understood, really, where the appeal came from. Yeah. I felt like maybe it just kind of, it was like this thing that got integrated with the male strippers because the female strippers do it. You know, they're wearing a thong, so let's make a male version of a thong and put them on them, you know, not really really uh, figuring out whether or not women actually find that attractive. Right. Because I'll let y'all back me up on this if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. I don't think y'all think it's attractive. Absolutely And not. I've heard this from several women mm-hmm. saying we prefer boxer briefs. Yeah, briefs. Briefs, you know what I mean? At the most, like a thong, it just does not look right on a man. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not fitting. Like, it's not fitting for a man. To wear yeah. A thong, so, like, you know, where it came from, who dis- who implemented this idea? I don't know. Talk to the Chippendales. <laughs> <laughs> they, the, don't they, talk to us. Talk to them. <laughs> nah. Yeah. I mean, it was just like a standard thing for so long. And I remember we we used to do these private parties, and they can uh, I used to you know hire the guys out for private parties, and the the party could decide what level of show they wanted to to get. They could either get a boxer brief show, mm-hmm. a G-string show, a beach towel act, or the full Monty, the full nude show. Okay. Did yeah. you say full Monty? Yeah, the full Monty. Okay, I've never heard that. But Yeah, the full Monty is like kind of like a, a generic or kind of a cliche <laughs> Full name. Monty, I like You know, that. they used yeah. to say call it. And um, a lot opted... For either the boxer brief show or most or, or the full nude show, if they were like oh, so they you I'd say like eighty percent of them were like the boxer, boxer brief, brief show, uh-huh. like ten percent were the g-string show, you know, five percent were the five or seven percent were the beach towel act, and then five to three percent were the full nude. Full, full nude, you yeah. know, they just want to see it all. Yeah. You know, because they're like, fuck it. The one last dick before she ties the, you know, ties the knot. <laughs> Basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the, the G-string show would get booked relatively often. And, you know, 
it was kind of a standard thing that you had to offer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I just kind of like when we started developing the Magic Men thing in the beginning, you know, we would allow it. Like just like if you do it, whatever, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like whatever you want to do, just do it. And then I started to figure out like girls don't really like it that much. And I'm like, okay, now when we start putting the actual production together, I'm like, yeah, we're not doing G-strings. We're not doing... It's either you're just going to show your bare ass, throw, pull your, your underwear down or whatever, or just boxer briefs. Right, yeah. It's good enough. G-string, I, I, it kind of demasculates the whole <laughs> masculinity type of feel, you know? Because if, if I'm going to be honest, too, yeah, I feel like girls don't really find a guy so much dancing, sexy... And underwear, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's so it's one of those things where, yeah, you can get away with this. Yeah. But once you do go down, it's like, okay, I, I didn't normally already find this, like, really attractive, per se. Yeah. So now it's, uh, it's more of the really tease. Forward, that, you know, like, it's more yeah. of the tease. So yeah. I've actually even heard that they will prefer shirtless guys, like, with pants or joggers or sweatpants or something like that mm-hmm. dancing great more, sweatpants more than underwear yeah. you know yeah. so it's like i don't understand the whole where this came from type of deal i mean y'all either, tell but. us what do y'all find most attractive yeah do you want to see the full thing do you want to see him in his underwear or do you want to see him in some gray sweatpants and just get a good imprint of it I would probably, if I were going to guess, maybe the gray sweats. (laughs) I feel like most would go for the gray sweats. Yeah. The freak gear girls. But you know, it is about the the print, though. It really is about, and that's one thing I've learned in this business or in this industry, is that you are selling a fantasy. So when you're dancing uh, for a guy, you know, they're looking at your aesthetic. You know, you are that fantasy guy that they don't have or that they can't really find. So they come and see you. Mm Mm-hmm. They want to see it all. It's like, okay, this, he has a print, yeah. got a nice-ass body, can yeah. dance good. Okay, this is a total package of mine. Yeah, I no, I, but let's not speak for everybody because I know there are, for a fact, women that want to see everything. They say, y'all don't show no dick in your show? Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, well, that's what I mean. <laughs> not this show. But, you know, on the whole not circumstance of guys being soft going out there, I can never get that. Oh, know? man. Because I'm like, that. Well, if you're going to be in your underwear yeah. or in a G-string, yeah. then, yeah, you got to, like, fluff it up a bit, yeah. you know, before you go out there and right. Sh- you got to, come on, so, <laughs> you got to so, showcase what you're working so with. So, ladies, what, what, in, what we have in the whole male entertainment industry is what we call beefing up or tying, tying off. off. That's what Vinny used to say tying all the off. time. So you use either terms, you use it interchangeably, but. So take us through the pre-show agenda. <laughs> How, how do you prepare for so, going on stage? So everyone has their sort of quote-unquote ritual. Uh-huh. For me personally, when I first got into this, it wasn't the most normalized thing for me or, or comfortable place. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was in it. And I was like, oh, I see what I can make. It was a fun time. But I always had to do something for a crutch in order to get me more comfortable, you know? Mm. So... Have a drink. Have a drink. Have a couple shots. We used to do the same shit. Yeah, have a drink. Have Back a couple in the shots. Early days, straight off the rip. You know, we would cool. do a couple. I couldn't even step on stage and talk into a microphone if I couldn't have a couple shots because the nerves. It's so nerve wracking. Like, yeah. You just all the att- especially if you're gonna be half naked on stage. Yeah. Woo! You're like. Whoo, whoo. <laughs> 
you know, luckily we've... <laughs> Just throwing them shit back. <laughs> Give me another we, one. We've grown out of that phase. Yeah. And uh, we didn't... I remember there was a time I actually told this story on podcast where I was like, enough is enough. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember we got, Like, we were that. drinking way too much, having hangovers. Just try, you can't take your show to the next level you and can't. really perform as a professional production yeah. if you're doing that type of shit. 100%. So, you, you know, we had to cut it out and, like, all get used to performing just completely sober. And, you know, by the time we got to that level, you know, as a production, it was much easier. Yeah. You know, it might have been a little... You know, nerve-wracking in the beginning, but you get used to it pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, so you would drink. So that would be the first thing right off the rip is yep. you get them drinks and you loosen them inhibitions. You set the go, get you mm -hmm. more loose. Go into the dressing room. Of course, you have all your stuff to just, like, be... You take a shower before you go anyway, but you you always want to always freshen up more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was always over kind of doing it, I guess, yeah. in a sense, but... yeah. They appreciated it because yeah, I was always smelling like a flower. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you know, you have your, your wipes, your deodorant, your cologne, your body spray, getting all that, you know, checked up good. Um, and then when it came time for you to, you know, be in your underwear, walking out there and, you know, whatever, whatever you were going to wear, but mm -hmm. mostly underwear, we'll tie off. You'll beef it up. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Make sure... Of course, the guys were still there, but you wouldn't really want to do it in front of them. So you just go but, in the bathroom or something, private? No, nah, I mean, it was sometimes when you kind of still had to, <laughs> but you'll just be turned they, around. You'll I got a funny around. story. So you'll be turned around, basically, and, uh, oh, shit. you know what I'm saying? You do whatever you can, two to three <laughs> can minutes. Can you just imagine the room is all full of the guys? Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Don't mind me, bro. Just, just getting ready to go out. Uh, it's going to be a crazy night tonight, huh? Yeah. Yo, what's funny? Wait, hold on. Before you I got get a to that, story that Vinny to that. told me. Yeah, before you exactly get to that. Exactly like that. Because I do want to hear it. I do want to hear it. <laughs> so get it up, boom, once it's, once it's, you don't really want to get it rock hard. Right. Because then it will be uncomfortable. Like 70, 80%. You want to chub it up, 70, 80, you know, yep. and then you get a cock ring. Cock ring. You put that over it. Sometimes if you don't have a cock ring, people will go to the extreme. Now, I literally learned that um, you can use the ace bandage. Ace bandage? So you have an ace bandage, right? God damn. Cut it, cut it in half. Ah. And then yeah, you yeah. use one to wrap uh -huh. your dick. Like once it's, uh, you know, at, at a good where you want to be. Oh, the full, your whole dick. It don't have to be full. It don't have to be uh, hard. But, you know, like we talked about, like the chub. That's so you, smart, actually. So you're... you're you're so you gotta it up. make sure you kind of like mold the, the yeah, tip so yeah, it looks like a dick. Exactly. Otherwise, it's gonna look like a fucking yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, well, you do it in the, in the shape of your dick, basically. <laughs> right, right. And then the other is for using to tie up like your balls at to, the, to keep you know, the blood to keep in that there. blood in there, so where it doesn't go down at all when you're up there. Now, Great. this is the thing, because ladies always have this question. They're like, <laughs> "How do you guys stay hard up there, or do you stay hard? Do you get turned off or anything like that?" Now, this is what every male dancer does all right if you've seen any hard dicks up there or prints or whatever it is they 99 percent of them have to tie up they tie it off yeah. you know to keep it throughout the performance because you're performing for 15 20 30 minutes whatever yeah your shit is not going to stay hard for that entire time it's right. not that's not yeah comp like you know what i'm saying it's not yeah, yeah it's not possible so they basically tie off boom you don't want to leave it on too long right because if you there's been cases of guys who left their shit on too long, so they took it off, and their shit ended up being blue. This color, it like, 
stop working. Oh shit. Now these guys will go to the extreme because it's like, yeah, you're trying to make your money and you know that the bigger your dick, you're gonna you're gonna make more money than if you would had like a little ass chub or whatever. So they'll oh, push shit. it to the point of like, okay, well, I'm gonna just stay out here as long as I could to dance and everything and then, you know, just keep it as solid as I could. And then they go over past the time limit and then they fuck their shit up and they, they can't even use it anymore. Oh no. Yeah. That's why it's like, yo, it's 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 such a crazy ass. It's not for the faint of heart because these are the shits that they extreme. No, there's gotta be like a way to rehabilitate the dick. Give it fucking CPU. Come on, little guy. <laughs> Come on. Breathe. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> I would freak the fuck out. Yeah. Oh my god, I never even thought about that. But yeah, it makes you sense. You can't leave it, it on it's too It's not long. healthy for you. It's not. Because like, you're cutting off the circulation if you right. think about it, you know? It's like all that blood has to stay in place for a certain amount of time. If you, yeah. If you overdo it, you're just going to fuck your shit up. And oh you take it off, god. it's going to hurt when it. So the maximum amount of time that you could keep it on, what? Like 30 minutes? <sighs> I feel like that's. To be honest, I feel like 30 minutes is even a long time. Yeah, I was going to say that. I'm like thinking a long time. the max. 10, 15, like 15. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to leave it on for past that. Dude, I, I, I fucking just fucking with a cock ring on. Yeah, that shit is like ridiculous. And any, like, if you're going for too long, you yeah. got to take it off and give it a, a breather. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. And that's <laughs> so what you do. Speak. That's what you do whenever in between you take little breaks, take it off, cool, let yeah. it breathe. And then you got to go back up there. Do the same thing. Oh, boom. my God. That's crazy. Well, I think that's easier to do if you're just wearing a cock ring rather than wrapping it all the way up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, I mean, you have to really choose that wisely, too, because, I mean, not every cock ring is going to be reliable. I mean, you have water that rubs up against it or whatever. It's going to break. Yeah. And then what are you going to have? And then I've seen some dudes use, like, condoms to wear. Like, you take a condom and you wrap it up. Rip it. No, you you like like oh. you take it oh, out and you, you wrap it like you uh tie it. Oh, so you don't just you put it on regular, you just take it and wrap it. Wrap it and, and then tie double it. wrap it or whatever. But you got to be careful with that too cuz it's tight and shit like that. Yeah, so. cuz it's like thinner and it's cutting off yeah. circulation. Yeah. So it was more. all these like tricks that Holy like shit. You know, you you have to be creative on finding on how to keep, you know, your aesthetic, your appeal. So, it, so the girls would, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like it. You know, yeah, they'll, they'll I appreciate you. it. So. That's so funny, man. Because it's funny that you brought up the fact that, like, the guys would be, you know, but fluffing themselves up yeah. in the same room and whatnot. Because Vinny used to tell me this one story all the fucking time. Is that when he first started dancing at a club, mm-hmm. um, there was this guy who was, like, the OG of that club. You know, Vincent's like our OG, right? He's like the OG right, right, right. this whole thing. Um, and then this other guy was his OG, and his name was Primetime Dion. I'm <laughs> he, done. And if you know this guy, he's just so, like, nonchalant and so, like, kind of, like, he's got, like, this a little bit of a, I don't want to say flamboyant personality, but he's got, like, a very just... You know, just the lively personality, right? And he's, you know, he, he, he's a dope-ass entertainer. Mm-hmm. Like, he's very Michael Jackson-esque when he comes to performing. He's always coming in, like, full, like, all-white suits with, like, two backup dancers and all-white suits as well, coming mm-hmm. out with his own choreography, comes out with props and all this stuff. Yeah. And he said, yeah, he would go backstage, and he was one of the first ones that, like, I saw just 
openly, you know, fluffing himself up. He'll go in the in the dressing room, and there this guy was, and he used to <laughs> he used to tell me his dick was had a, a curve to it. Oh my <laughs> he god! Yeah, the crooked dick. And he just be what going, the yeah, fuck? What's going, what's going on, Vinny? How, how's it looking out there, huh? Right in front of everybody. So he just got one leg up on the chair, just just so nonchalant about it, and <laughs> just fluffing himself up. That's crazy. <laughs> so he had no stage. care in the world for nothing. I mean, to him, it was He's just like fuck it. It was like you know, standard procedure. Hey man, I'm just getting ready to go out there. How's it looking out there? Man? I mean, you still got to keep some sort of. You know, and integrity, secrecy away from everyone. Because he like, used to, he used to use that same. Uh, he used to fluff before every show. Yeah. When we were doing the club shows and whatnot. Yeah. And this guy was always in the back room, you know, just like ten minutes before he's about to go on stage. I remember I'd be like knocking on the door because I'm like, "Yo, you're about to go up. I need you to like be ready by the stage. Like yeah. hurry up." Yeah. And I just hear him in the back. One more minute. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm almost ready. I'm almost ready. <laughs> I'm like, bro, come on. Man. Yep, he knows He's exactly. He's about to go up. He's about to go up. And then he he come out come out of there with a, a Playboy magazine in one hand. <laughs> oh my god. His phone in the other hand. His rubber bands or whatever <laughs> cock rings in the other hand. And he's got his thing going. He's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> he's like, where, where, where are we going? Okay, let's let's do this. Yo. Like, oh my god, bro, this guy cracks me up. But yeah, no, but obviously that <laughs> is funny. Like look and notice, like oh holy shit, this motherfucker is yeah packing. I, I think for the reactions too, it is fun to do. Yeah, I, I, I do but remember to a certain extent. Otherwise, it kind of gets a little. I feel like a little creepy. Like if it's just full fledged, just like in oh, your like, face. Like yeah, there was actually uh, poking eyes a couple a times liability. where I, I had my shit hard and I thought, uh, oof. And I was like, this is I, I probably should not do this again to be honest with you. Right. But it was out there, like out there, and they were like, I would love to just see the reactions when I go out. It's just so I don't know. It was intoxicating. Bro, I, I, you, you've done it a few times during our show. What when I with a hard dick? Yeah, you'd go out with like at least tied off somewhat. But yeah. Like, for the uh, oh the magic mic the one? magic mic act. Where uh, you guys would all end up in your underwear. Yeah. And I remember just like being backstage and just like <laughs> looking at the reaction of the crowd and people are just pointing and being like, look at that one. <laughs> look at that one, Sally. My goodness. I had to check what my mama gave Because nobody else really fluffed up. Yeah. And then you would just be there with your, in your underwear with that thing fucking just pointing like obvious as fuck <laughs> he's just hitting the routine fucking doing the choreography that, that thing was doing the choreography with you it was fucking hitting that shit bro. I was like I'm like you know what I ain't mad about yeah. it I had to show him the choreo too <laughs> that shit that's was so funny. funny yeah that's why I was just like I didn't understand why and I think because I came from that world specifically yeah. I was versed on it and the other guys probably didn't care for it at all. Like, they didn't. But I mean, it, was, yeah. it was a difference. And I was just like, I could tell. And it, it was, was one of those things I didn't really, like, push either. I'm yeah. like, look, if you got to do it, I understand why you're doing it. And yeah. I'm not getting mad at you because I'm sure that the girls are finding entertainment and amusement out of it. And, yeah. like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But if you're not going to do it, I understand that, too. Yeah. You know, it's kind of awkward conversation. Listen, boys, okay, part of this routine. <laughs> 
is what's required. You're going to go down in your underwear, but 10 minutes before you put that underwear on, I need you in the back room. I got, I got a little porno for you. You're going to watch this. What, what, what kind do you like? <laughs> Every guy's a station. It's like, we're going to get you. We got to get you hard, bro. We got to showcase yeah. what we're we working with. I'm wait, like, wait, I can't. Called, I'm not having that. that conversation with nobody. We ain't called the magic rip for nothing. <laughs> We got listen. We got a brand, a brand to uphold. Yeah, got to make us look good. We the magic man. Oh, I'm like shit. How am I supposed to have that conversation? (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. That's something that. And I remember Jared like catching. Um, Catching you a couple times. A couple times, bro, and his reactions was hilarious. I feel like we all kind of knew what you were doing, but we just, like, kind of turned a blind eye just because it was like, eh, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. But he, he, Jared is our production guy. He's, like, the guy who runs our lights and, uh, all, you know, the production of the show. So <laughs> for him, he's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? It's like, welcome to our world. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome oh, to man. our world. But yeah, so basically those are, you know, rituals that um, most dancers would definitely um, endure, like basically embrace. Anybody like ever take like Viagra or Cialis or anything before? Oh, I'm sure. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I think, um, I don't know, some guys push the envelope though too. Like what? Like, what um, I've seen it all in this in this this space, man. And uh when I mean they do shit to loosen the inhibitions, they do shit. So in certain terms of some truth. Like drugs? Like some hard drugs? Yeah. In terms of some truth oh, of what the that movie of, you know, Magic Mike portrayed, um, you know, G, that definitely oh. was a thing for sure. Now, it got to a point, though, where it did become a little unhealthy because you had guys yeah. that were like, they would pass out. They would get G'd out to the point where, like. Oh, hell You're no. out. You know what I'm saying? And you got to, like, wake up. That's, they use that shit. For, it's called a date rape drug. It's the date rape drug. Oh, shit. So, G, that was one of the people. I, I remember them doing Molly and rolling out there because it felt good and everything. And it was just more of a party for them. Mm. Man, it was actually, it was some shit, bro. Like, they, <laughs> it was dark. Bro, it I was know. dark. See, I always, like, kind of kept a, a very tight shit ran yeah you know what I which mean? if it, i ever caught anybody overly drunk even like i look i understand take a couple drinks but do not get drunk yeah that was like my rule yeah do not get fucked up if you get belligerent and get fucked up like you're gone like yeah. i'm sorry you're done yeah right and there's been cases where i've had to do that mm-hmm. we'll, we'll share that we're running out of, out of time but we'll we'll share that in the next segment yeah the, so <laughs> but yeah i can't believe that but g yeah, I can't even and Molly. Yeah. Like, oh my God, dude. Because like, and it would be an every night thing. That's a very dangerous kind of like atmosphere to create. Yeah. Period. You and know then I mean? add in the drinking, add in the smoking, That's add in those drugs. So y- y'all ladies gotta be careful for these types of clubs, though. Yeah. You know, and we're gonna get more into this in another episode, yeah. like the the realities of the male stripping world. How mm-hmm. real is Magic Mike? What shows to kind of like? What shows are the different types of shows? Yeah, like what you're talking about. There's this type of club. Lower there's that, tier. There's that type of club. Mm-hmm. Then there's like the lower tier productions, the higher tier productions. How to kind of know what's what? Yeah, you know. Yeah, because. A lot of times you kind of don't know what you're signed up for. I see this a lot. Yeah. Where people be like, 
yo, we're supposed to come to your show tonight in some city I've never heard of. And I'm like, that's not our show. Man, all the time I would hear that. And I'm just Facebook like, and, and then they go when they, they, they'd have a terrible experience. And mm -hmm. then they'd like write us an email saying, yo, what the fuck was this? It's not anything like w what we saw in the advertisements. I'm like, what? It's not what even our show. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what are you, what are you talking about? What do you see? Mm -hmm. And you'll see people like using clips from our shows, like for their promo videos. Oh, yeah. And the, obviously the poster has like this one set of cast of guys. And then when you show up, it's a totally different group Completely of guys. Completely different. Oh my God. This happens all the time. Yeah, there's groups out there, ladies. And Be careful. Gonna, I'm going to teach you how to f find out who these Scam artists. Scam artists, sorry. Like, I mean, they really are scam They're artists. They're scam artists, if you yeah. think about it. We're going to help you figure out what's what, what's legit, what's not, you know, and, you know, what you're, gonna get, what you're signing up for, really. Yeah. And um, there's some pretty obvious clues you can get, you yeah. know, and don't worry. I got you, ladies. Absolutely. So, um, but anyway, that's all the time we got for today. Damn. For this week, ladies. So if you're listening on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, or even watching on Magic Men Plus, leave us a comment or rate us. Send us an email, sdp at magicmenlive.com. Mm -hmm. Let us know your questions. Let us know your feedback. If you wouldn't mind leaving us a nice review. If you wouldn't mind. On uh, Spotify, share this with your friends. We're trying to climb them charts. That's right. Spread the word, ladies. Spread the word for us. We appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. And for everybody who's uh, watching on uh, Magic Men Plus, we got another segment for you coming right up. And we're about to get into another some one. of these other conversations. We're going to continue the conversation on Magic Men Plus for the ladies that support us there. So thank you all for, for, for that support. I don't know if they're ready and, for that. Uh, we'll see you in that episode. That's right. Later.